what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange on the Mesh Podcast Network, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show, a very special Entrepreneur Exchange guest. We've got EJ Carrion with us. He is a well-known writer, young entrepreneur, business speaker, and he is fresh off working with students in our local region today. And of course, we will also share some small businesses of the month for you to listen to as well. So stay tuned to hear that. My name is Jeff Newville. I'm your co-host. I'm the director of the Small Business Center at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller, who is dean of the School of Business, Industry, and Technology at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory. Gary, how is it going? Jeff, it's going great. Uh, it's been a perfect day having EJ on our campus. And, and let me go ahead and welcome EJ Caron. EJ, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, man. Well, let me, let me share with our listeners a little bit about EJ. EJ has been featured on ABC, NBC, and Fox News affiliates. He is the number one Amazon bestselling author of Accelerate Your Success, How to Create a Future and Stand Out When College is Not Enough. This book teaches students how to market and brand themselves when everyone is going to college, but not everybody is hiring. EJ Carrion is also the co-founder and CEO of the Student Success Agency, an online mentoring platform that connects teenagers to college advising anywhere, anytime from their cell phones. EJ recently represented Student Success Agency at the White House as a special guest speaker on college success and was recognized by Forbes magazine as a top 30 entrepreneur under the age of 30 in 2018. So you're still under the age of 30. Yes. And yet you're so accomplished. That scared the heck out of me when I heard that. I knew that he was, but it just kind of makes me feel old. There's more. In a short period of time, (laughs) EJ has already spoken to over a quarter of a million people in 43 states and around the world. He is recognized as one of the country's top youth speakers, and and Gary and I had the uh, 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 benefit of seeing that in practice today. His childhood dream was to become a platinum rapper, and he has shared the stage with platinum-selling artists. He's had one of his raps used uh, by ESPN. So anyway, we're really pleased that you're able to join us today, EJ. Yeah, this is an awesome setup you guys have, and uh, the fact you guys have been doing this for several years, I think it's great. Well, and, well, uh, we, we give much love and credit to the, the folks at TheMesh.TV, so, yeah. so people need to be checking out all the things TheMesh.TV Absolutely. is doing. Absolutely. They've been great sponsors for us. So, EJ, you're, tell, tell us a little bit, a little bit about the work that you're, you're currently doing. You're doing speaking. You're writing. You've got yeah. your own business. What's, how do you spend your hours? Yeah, yeah no. I, um, so I'm a, I always lead with always sharing the biggest vision. I think if I could say as a, as a race, the biggest thing we don't do is we don't have enough vision of what we want. So I'm going to go to what I'm projecting of seeing of my 65-year-old self goal. My goal is to modernize education. Um, I think what you've seen with Barnes and Noble and Amazon, Netflix and Blockbusters, Uber and Taxi, Airbnb and Hotel, you're seeing hitting some of the more pivotal parts of our society like education, medical, uh, the financial field. So my goal is to create relatable modern products from public speaking to mentoring to eventually more other products that are able to create traditional services um, like public speaking, mentoring, counseling, advising and all these things and provide it in a more relatable 
convenient way um, that fits the digital age. And so our company, Student Success Agencies, is a mobile engagement platform that allows to solve the overbooked counselor, overlooked student problem. There's one counselor every 500 students. Average student only gets 38 minutes with their counselor a year. Counselors are only available during the day when kids are literally the most busy they'll be all day. Mm-hmm. And they're most likely working on college and stuff after school when their entire school is, is, mm-hmm. is closed. And we spend $183 billion on student support services. And all of it is only available during the day when kids are the most busy. And I, our goal is to change that so that kids can have one-to-one advising, tutoring, mentoring from the palm of their hand. Uh, regardless of where they live, regardless of their zip code, they can have that one-to-one attention. So, so, so when you say when you say counseling and tutoring, you know, I, I would think that there's some general counseling that that is is a very good fit. I, I, I don't know if some might be more school specific. Is that stuff? But that mainly it's school specific. Um, you know, typical high school things that kids are going through. Um, we do get some. We do have counselors on staff, but mainly it's a lot of the the college advising and homework prep that we get and we okay. receive. Well, we see it firsthand every day. The high schools, the counselors are overworked, and yeah. so they can't get to them as much as they'd like to during exactly. the day. But when they really have the time, just like you said, yeah. there's nobody around to, to go to. Yeah. Yeah, with your guys' connection at the, at the community college, you're able to um, you know, see it hand-hand uh, of what, what's going on. And you know, as 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 I as we may have mentioned, you're a relatively young man, and uh, at least yes. at least in, yeah. at least I'd say he's company, a very young man. In current company, <laughs> particularly, um, you're you know, flying these days, though. You know, where 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 uh, as far as your passion for for starting something, your passion for entrepreneurship, where did it come from? I didn't know what entrepreneurship was until I was 19 years old. I I I, I know I was always very um, outgoing, flamboyant, full of energy. And if anything, I was raised by an That's awesome... That's a lot like you, Jeff. <laughs> Not like him, though. <laughs> and as an awesome... Um, I was just raised by an awesome mom who knew what my strengths were, knew how I, I, I really was cut from her cloth. If you guys meet her one day, you'd be like, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, she's a 4'8 Puerto Rican lady, but she sounds like a 6'5 black woman. Like, she is a loud lady, and she runs the room, and she is in the room. And so competing with her as a kid always was tough. And I, so I think that's where I got my always the people skills, the loud and energy is because you had to in order to survive with such an uh, outgoing mom as well. And so um, I was always just a people person. And I think that EQ, IQ, you know, the emotional intelligence, the soft skills that are becoming really big in schools today, grit, resilience, self-expectation. Those are the things that I think I was rocking when I was in high school that, that my mom allowed me to fly with. And entrepreneurship was a way that I just think I was always a contrarian, someone who's always out there to contradict, uh, stand up, be the rebel, do something different. And um, I didn't lack that confidence. And I think that also came from my mom, who's a, you know, Puerto Ricans are very confident from salsa dancing to my mom was a salsa instructor. So that swag and energy was just kind of given to me and always like bestowed that I was some great being for being on this earth. And uh, so I give a lot of credit to parenting. And, and it started as far as starting your business. I mean, did uh, is it just is it something that you recognized as you were going through the education system that there yeah. was a need out there and, and and stepped in to fill it? Yeah. So yeah, entrepreneurship. I didn't. I used to not call myself an entrepreneur. I used to call myself an artist, and I felt like my business and what I was doing was just painting on a canvas. It was self-expression. To me, my business is a reflection of me as a person. I, I think I'm just being EJ every day I wake up. I'm just being EJ. I don't know another thing to do. 
Um, so I never thought you know I could be an entrepreneur who had multiple businesses until I created a successful business. And now I'm like, okay, I want to do this again. I have other ideas. And um, so, yeah, my first runaround was being a public speaker. I've been doing that for 10 years. And um, you know, do doing a tons of gigs for high school market, college market, um, but then I wanted to lead something that was more scalable, more lasting, um, bigger than just you know my brand. And so that's when Student Success Agency, a lot of counselors, brought me out to their schools. So I was able to listen. I think what's great about being a speaker is able to be hot in the fire next to all the problems, hearing kids talk, hearing counselors talk, mm-hmm. which then allowed me to create this concept and learn from these people that I was traveling to their schools and visiting with. And that's what led to the Student Success Agency. And I think now that I'm even closer to the fire, that now kids are texting us on a day-to-day basis. We do about a million text messages every six months, kids requesting help and guidance. And so I'm continuing to be close to that fire. And I want to – my asset is to understand teenagers better than anyone else and be able to create relatable products that service those students. And that's where I see so many other great opportunities. So, so when when you're you're out there talking to kids and you know how many how many you must be a busy guy. I mean, how many of these how many of these events are you doing per year per month? Yeah, I, I would say I'm doing about eighty uh, a year. So you got some good frequent flyer miles going. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's going. I'm saving them up for a uh, for a long trip somewhere. Okay, so you know, uh, first class. Yeah, that's you know, the way to go. It all. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so speaking is, I. I'm a believer in when you start a business, you you really have to understand, build a two-inch hole and go all the way 20, you know, 20,000 feet deep on that two-inch hole, what you're really, really good at. I, am, I call myself CEO, the chief evangelist officer. I think there's, there's three types of CEOs, and some people are great enough to be all three. I know I'm not. And so that's a chief evangelist officer. That's the salesperson, the person who's people-oriented. And you have the chief executive officer, which is the traditional CEO that we know, and that's business uh, acumen. They're very get a high on contracts and operations and order. Um, those people are, you know, that's my co-founder. And then the other piece in this tech world is a chief engineering officer, and that's the person who understands product if you're in that space. Mm-hmm. And so if you're building anything technical, I think a, a – all having all three is a is a very big key. Um, you're having very smart people who create billion dollar companies like Facebook and Tesla, who are all three, um, but not all of us are that uh, are that I guess talented. Yeah, and, and you talk about the digital aspect of things, and and I, I would think that as far as promoting your business, marketing your business, that that that's a big part of how you reach out, you know, particularly to your target customers who are so much so tech savvy yeah. these days. I mean, when when you when you uh, promote your business and your marketing strategy, where do you focus? What do you focus upon? Right now, a lot of my strategy is is still focused on like the speaking side and actually getting on stages. I think this is the best. As much as it is a, it's a service in itself, it's also just a way to more people to hear your story. And, I mean, our first several sales came from me being on a stage and a school district hearing, wow, that sounds great. How do I do it? Or, wow, kids asking, how do I get an agent? How do I get an agent? Mm-hmm. And them going back to their schools like, hey, we heard this guy speak. I, I, and, I, and I think that's what a, a CEO, the chief evangelist, should be doing is regardless if it's you're getting paid to speak is finding as many people who hear your story. And and then once you be able to cast that net, then to go deep. And that is where you know I answer tons of questions on Snapchat and Instagram. Uh, I'm constantly keeping up with students. I mean, students will send me their essay. And I think 
what a lot of times is the mom and pop way of doing business back in the day is actually really relevant in today's digital age um, where it's, you know, a lot of people think, oh, let me send a message to 10,000 followers. No, it's responding to those one messages and having a 40 message dialogue with the kid, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and the kid being able to text and saying, hey, you're back in, you're back at CBCC. Like, I remember when you were there. Cool, man. How things are going. Oh, you got a kid. Great. Cool. Like, awesome. Glad life's going well. It's being able to stay and drip that type of building real relationships is always going to be um, a key to the, to the strategy. How do you craft a message like you did today? I mean, we talked about it coming over here. Of uh, getting them engaged because that's a key thing. If you don't get them engaged early, yeah, uh, they won't follow the message that you you finished with. Yeah, no, I mean, so speaking on a stage is maybe a lot different than you know having a, a billboard or a or a or a commercial. But I think from a public speaking side, one of the biggest things I always say, and it's it's kind of hard to share visually on an audio, but it's it's I call it the emotional roller coaster, and that is you know you want the wave of it to be up and down of of your of your presentation and so y axis is energy x axis is time and any presentation i have is i create a y axis and x axis y equals energy x equals time and i know i need to provide some type of emotional roller coaster now high energy means you know super entertaining but low energy doesn't mean a bad something bad it means you're given a personal story or content that's mm-hmm. important where energy doesn't need to be high but consuming of information needs to be aware and so my goal is high energy get right them. off the bat with the skydiving story get them really going get them on my side and then i dive in say hey you know this is why we're here this is what we're going to talk about then we do high fives and then i go back into the story and then usually I end with a rap or something like that to bring it back and end with fireworks and I think if any public speaking you do it's a lot of times you see speakers if you look at their energy and their time it's one straight line they kept the same energy the same tone and so that to me is a big piece is whenever you're in front of a group are you putting them on an emotional roller coaster and uh, the more you do that the better it's going to be Hey, you know, listening to your presentation today, and I I know one of the things that you you focused upon was trying to create something that is going to be sustainable and longer lasting, perhaps longer lasting than you. Absolutely. And and I I would think that one of the challenges with your business is that you're such a big part of your business. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you how do you transfer people from I'm a fan of EJ to becoming a customer and client yeah. of your business. I would think that you know maintaining that relationship's got to be the a key part of what you're doing. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's probably one of the biggest things we're battling now. I mean, we're still a smaller, you know, we're we're not this big conglomerate and I think it's it's cool I can now start seeing where people know what student success agency is before they know what I am and that's a really cool thing to start seeing. But I also think it's, you know, in a social world where everyone's, you know, if I asked you how many people you follow on Twitter, do you follow Bill Gates or do you follow Microsoft? Do you follow Elon Musk or do you follow Tesla? Mm-hmm. Do you follow Khan Academy or Sal? Yeah. And so I think it's okay. And I think that's why a chief evangelist is actually extremely important in today's age. is because people follow personal brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I love about the, those people I just named is once you have a brand – you can now drip into 20 different other things. I mean, Elon Musk can say, hey, I'm going to start a school, get on a podium, and people will listen to him, and then go sign up for a wait list for his school. Mm -hmm. He's literally a walking business startup. 
And so that's to me, I think, a big piece is that I think that personal branding is actually that social capital is bigger than the financial capital. And it's something I'm trying to long term build as this modern ed tech entrepreneur who gets one of the hardest people, and that's teenagers. And I'm going to constantly build products that I'm going to be able to evangelize. And I think it's okay. But we'll see. Well, I think I think it's actually pretty cool. That, that I mean, because I think you're 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 having to build two brands really at the same yeah. time in terms of your personal brand plus your business brand. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, which yeah, it has some challenges, but it, you know, it's you know, it's also gives you some flexibility to do some fun things. Yeah, it's cool because what's happening is with Student Success Agency, I usually offer I'll come present at the school to get every kid excited about it, mm-hmm. so they use it. But now we're getting schools being like, ah, we can't do the assembly. We just want the student success. Like, I'm like, but guys, I'm good at this. Like, <laughs> you guys should, like, people pay for me to do this. Like, I'm coming to your school to, like, you know, kick this off and get you excited about it. But they're like, yeah, it's just hard for us to do assembly. We'll just take student success agency. We know it's a good service. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. But now that's less EJ on the road, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so, um, but we'll see. I think uh, I'm a believer in building. One is betting on your strengths. And I think... I did the Strength Finders, and my number one strength on Strength Finders, the Gallup, you know, whole book, and I recommend we do this with our staff. My number one is Relator, and I think that's what I build is relatability companies. Why was I able to be a speaker? I wasn't the most successful. I could relate the best. I could relate the best to the audience. What we do at Student Success Agency is we make mentoring and advising cool. Nobody wants a mentor at high school age, and nobody wants to go to a counselor because it means you need help or something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But now we made it hip and cool by calling it the first agency that represents teenagers instead of celebrities and athletes. Mm-hmm. LeBron James has an agent. Drake has an agent. Why can't you? Hey, mom, I'm talking to my agent right now. We make it cool and relatable to get mentorship advising. And that's all I think I'm going to be building for the rest of my life is how do I take something and make it relatable to the market that people are trying to address? That's exactly what Beats by Dre did the headphones. The headphones are known better than <clears> all the other headphones. They knew how to build a culture and relate to an audience that, was being, that needed to be met. And so that is, you know, it's almost not necessarily being better. It's being able to be different mm-hmm. and, and, and aligned to another group. Can I ask a question about a quote I've already asked him but I, on, for our podcast? Because it really hit me because I think it's something that our students are really going to um, hopefully – listen to and take with them and that's it's not what you do or not what you know it's what you do it's not your iq it's your will or i will it's not how smart you are it's how much heart you have i mean it really hit home to me and i I hope it hit home with our students absolutely because and and i'm going to use it at our graduation he let me say i could use it and you're going to give him credit and everything i'm going to give him credit and everything i'm i'm not the one who probably made that i'm going to say it better graduation because i (laughs) (laughs) no those are those are those are words that parents you know advice has been given to me um i don't know who the source is of that um it's it's yours now brother (laughs) that's what i told him but everyone yeah you know i mean i'm i'm always to me what 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 sticks to that is and what's really cool is the students we talk about I was talking about how when I took the ACT my junior year, my eighth grade brother got a higher score than me. That's a great story. And so many of those kids in there just took the ACT. Mm -hmm. And I bet they're feeling lost or unsure of what's next for them. So I just thought that message was such a perfect fit. I mean, what you You do, I will, and it's your heart. I mean, that's what's going to make you successful. Yeah. You said it perfect. I was really, really hitting me, obviously. Well, you know, Gary, you know, Gary and I are working at a community college. You know, we work with a lot of students. We work with other people in small businesses in our community as well. But 
EJ, in your work with students, and and you have a passion for entrepreneurship, you know what. What sort of sense do you get from students these days in terms of their interest in entrepreneurship and starting businesses, and, and what sort of challenges do they run into? Yeah, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, ex, there's a lot of unknown to this piece. I think it's a fun time to care about education because I just think the next 30, 50 years is going to look very interesting, and I just think those entrepreneurship kids are not maybe being met fully in the current scheme of how it's set up. But I think there's a lot of kids and it's not even that they even know that it's entrepreneurship. I just think it's ownership of your own journey. I mean, today kids own so many things from the palm of their hand. They own their playlists. They own what music they own, what they want to watch when they want to watch it music when they want. I think a lot of choices out there. Access and convenience is what I think people are. are, These students are so big about. Actually, it ain't even that they want ownership; it's they want access. I think today they don't own the cassette tapes. Today, I mean, you're gonna have kids who don't. I mean, like, I'm pretty confident their kids won't own cars. So, like, the idea of owning a car, maybe even owning a house, maybe even owning our clothes. Like, we would have like boxes of clothes shipped to us every week, and we just throw them in there, and then they ship them and they switch them up for the next person who's similar to us. I think this convenience of not owning anything but having access is such a mindset that kids are about. And school is so caught up in just a way that allows them to not have ownership and access to their time and how they want to do it. And so I think what you're going to see with kids is just this drive of hunger of having ownership of their education and having their discovery of what that looks like for them. The greatest library today is YouTube and the greatest you know, teacher is, the, is Google, you know, and how you can be able to use humans, which I think will be a huge piece to, to education and, and, and teaching kids how to live in a where more and more people are having to become entrepreneurs, is we're going to have to build a blend where the internet and content is available so kids can explore, but then humans are able to do what humans do best, and that is build one-to-one relationships and accountability that nudges kids as they own their journey through school. And so I just think the biggest thing for kids in that is allowing to know it's okay to want to have the confidence to want to own their own education and take it a unique approach. Maybe that is going to CVCC first and, and taking a two-year approach, then to a four-year and saying, hey, it's okay to live at home with mom and dad to save money. That's actually really smart. Like you don't have to be the cool kid who's joining the fraternity and spending $1,000 in debt. Like I think that like confidence to realize there's – so many different ways to succeed you just got to bet on the way are you and then building a network of humans are able to be your accountability partner nudging you along the way um more and more people at the end of the day if they work for someone or don't they want to work from where they where they wherever they want to Mm -hmm. whenever they want to with the people they want to work with and if you can give people that um that's a very entrepreneurial spirit Mm -hmm. And I think those that's what people are going to be thriving for more and more, not just from their education system, but also from, like, their work environment. And I think a lot of employee, employers think that employees need to do what they want them to do. But I think now that's your first customer is those are the people you need to make happy, you know. And that's what I tell anybody who, get, who we hire full time is we're going to allow you to work where you want, when you want. You know, at your time, whatever. So we have people travel. We don't have an office. We don't have a desk. You know, we don't have – they don't have to clock in, clock out. And, you know, some of these people I've seen five times my entire life, but we've worked together for four years. But you're able to fit 
and they're out allowed to own their career. They're allowed to own their journey. And I think that's what this generation is going to want more and want more from education. Yeah, I, I think I'm scary to someone in my age. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd let you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. Uh, We're gonna find a nice home for you. Don't worry. Yeah, you. <laughs> I'm very. Uh, but I'm very progressive on it. I, I and and it, and it, to me, it's not a when. It's it's not an if. It's a when. And it may not happen while we're alive, but. Is eventually why, but but I, I think some things are evolving. Uh, you know, when when I, I guess when when Gary and I probably talk about entrepreneurship and small business ownership, we look at students as being entrepreneurs and starting their own businesses, and and some we hope some do, some do, yeah. some do, some will. But but I think what you're talking about is is that I think more and more students. Even those that work for other people uh, can benefit from having an entrepreneurial mindset, and, and probably companies that value that are yeah. the ones that are going to succeed over the long term. Yeah, you know, and, and and I think companies are probably having to evolve in that way. Not there are some companies that are not there yet, but yeah. uh, you know the the days when people went to work and spent their whole career working for the same company are there's still a little bit of that, but it's yeah. not that much anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, kid. I mean, it's hard to keep millennials in a job these days. I mean, they 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 come and go. Um, My and dad I had, worked at his company for thirty eight years. Yeah, right. he thought I was a job hopper because I left every ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alan. I'm Chris, and we're the co-host of Foot Candle Films, a movie review and film discussion show here on the Mesh TV. Each episode, we talk about some new movies, cover some film news, and have some recommendations. And trust us, we're just as likely to talk about the latest Jim Jarmusch film as we are the newest Transformers installment. Hold on, don't get too crazy. Uh, well, okay, maybe not that bad. But you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.TV. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. So, but you know what I think is work is going to become, if you look at work, I mean, I don't if you ask a lot of adults these days, they have more than one job, you know? And, it, and so work is no longer one 40 hour, one job of 40 hours a week. That's it's, right. I may work three days here with my university, but then I have this like part-time business that's actually making a little income. I work on Saturdays and whatever. And then on, I work for my church on Sundays, you know, doing this. And so you may have like three or four ways of like making a little bit of revenue. And so I think in, in some way, a lot of people are going to, be entrepreneurs even if they're not full-time well i try to keep gary unaware of my yeah, internet gambling say, activities. Let's, let's talk about that so yeah yeah but i i know you were talking with a few of our students after your presentation today who are who are talking about their business ideas yeah. and um, do, do you do you find that there are are still students out there that that fit the traditional uh, stereotype of entrepreneur that you know, they've got the passion, they've got an idea, and, and they're gonna they're gonna do something. Yes, no, I, I and, and so you know I, what I just shared is on a whole of like all students, mm-hmm. but like there's definitely those kids who know what what they are, and that's entrepreneurs. And talking with students, I think the biggest thing is if you have the ability to be an entrepreneur, it's such a blessing. I mean, it, it's such a like the idea like. For me, my greatest obsession is to be able to wake up every day, and if I can say, I get to work on my dream today. Mm-hmm. And as long as that is what I get to do every day, I am one happy camper. And I think that's what traditional entrepreneurs is like. It's teaching students to realize the most important thing is the ability not to buy things, but is able to afford to live your dream. And you know, for me, it's teaching kids how do you get to a point is how do you – I call it – Living, so I call it. I'm trying to break it down. When I tell students about entrepreneurship, is entrepreneurship is not black and white. 
It's living in the gray. Mm-hmm. The gray is the unknown where there's no answer to success. The gray is the serendipity. It's the chaos. It's the, t- it's the trials. It's the tribulations. Mm-hmm. As humans, we want to make things black and white. We want to institutionalize things. We want to institutionalize education, love, religion. We want to institutionalize it. But success and all the things, all those things are really in the gray. And when we can embrace chaos and embrace the gray, the key is you have to build enough oxygen while you're in that journey of the gray. And that oxygen is cash or the ability to live off of real little amounts of cash. And so kids need to understand that. You know, I had a kid say, man, I want to be a, you know, I want to be my own entrepreneur. And I said, man, how much money do you need to make a live? He said, I need to make 1600 bucks a month. I said, do you know how rich you are as a human being that you can say that to me, that all you need is 1600 bucks a month to live your dream? You know what the price tag is for a 50-year-old guy who has four kids, a car note, and college debt? Like, you're rich. And so I think teaching these young entrepreneurs, the first is build out your oxygen, which comes from understanding what's the least amount of money you need to live, and then how do you make money where that doesn't need to change that much. And so for me, my oxygen stays really low. I live in a very modest house. I don't own a car because I'm never there. Why would I need it? I, I, I could dream, and I could – you know, and the thing about it is that because of that, that's what allows you to be so long term. It's when you run out of oxygen, you become desperate and you need to make money tomorrow. That's when you start freaking out. And now that's where it's now you 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 opt out and you give up. People are like, how do you run such how do you run in this successful company? I'm doing the same thing I'm doing today that I did seven years ago. The only thing is. I um, had the endurance to hang out and stay around long enough for the success to happen. That was another good message today. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, all the kids need to know. If you want to be whatever you want to be, great. The key is now stay as – keep your oxygen, cash, as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And if you can wake up in every day and you can dream, I don't care if it's 1600 bucks a month you need to make or you're going to become a millionaire, you are a very successful human being because how many people would love to wake up and dream? Uh, there's a lot that can't do that. Well, I, I think that's a great message in that uh, too often – yeah, the the entrepreneur gets equated to the the multimillionaire who's Correct. you know flying all over the country and, and doing that and and you know God bless them. There are yeah. some that are Time out there, come, maybe. Yeah, yeah. you know, and but but it's not all that. You know, yeah, and, and that's and that's a very 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 small number of them. So uh, you know, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, it can be a very rocky road, and yeah. and it's going to take you maybe to a place where you can fulfill your dreams. It, yeah. It, might not be your private airplane though yeah yeah right i mean so my thing you know my thing is you know i was passionate about education when i got out of college i graduated with a journalism degree i I mean when i say i didn't know business i didn't know business i graduated journalism passionate about education i applied for teach for america i got accepted to go to the valley of of texas between mexico to teach ninth grade english and it was you're going to make thirty five thousand dollars as your salary i looked at myself in the mirror and said i'm not trying to be a millionaire But I believe I'm good enough where I can make $35,000 a year. That was my entrepreneurial journey right there. I said, am I good enough to make $35,000? And that was my goal. And I think if a lot of kids looked at entrepreneurship that way, they would feel less intimidated of the idea of what success is of entrepreneurship. And if you're telling me there's a 25-year-old walking around making $50,000 a year, living their dream, that person's rocking. Mm -hmm. That person is winning. And that just – that concept of being able to wake up every day, living your dream, is to me what I define as success. Um, and, and I just think kids need to know that. And it's more doable to be an entrepreneur uh, if you know, they realize it. I'm seeing kids who are getting jobs out of college now. I'm like, man, that's, no much, that's not a lot safer than just ju- 
doing your own entrepreneurship gig. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope more students get, get the confidence to take a jump and take a leap. Well, one of the last points that you made when you were talking to our students today was about the value of time and the importance of time. Talk, yeah. talk a little bit about uh, how, how, how you My value that. There. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I, so I'm going to make a viral video of that. Y'all keep it accountable. I'm going to make a viral okay. video of me just holding all this money and throwing it in a trash can <laughs> and people are going to press play and millions of views. But my analogy here is that one of the biggest questions I get from students, how do you get motivated? How do you get motivated? So I tell them. Or how do you stay motivated? How do you stay motivated? Yeah. Correct. And so I say, I want you to take all the money you have. It could be $50. It could be a couple hundred dollars. It could be thousands of dollars. I want you to take all the money you have out of the bank. I want you to put it in ones. And I want you to build a fire. And I want you to have that fire lit up. And I want you to stand over that fire. And I want you to stop dropping ones into the fire. And when you, when, when you start feeling motivated, I want you to stop. And the, and the concept is when you put time in the sense of money, it's a visual to see Wow, I'm letting all this go away. I'm letting all this burn up there's to a, waste. There's a finite amount of it. Yeah, yeah, correct. And so it's, it's this analogy that to me it's like always keeps me in my head of like how precious time is. And, and that's what I want kids to see is you know, Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg, he was 14 when he started learning how to do his thing. He was making an, uh, 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 a communication app for his dad's dental practice at 14. You know, and, and the thing is, he became successful at 24. It's no different than the person who started at, after business school, the MBA, at 26 and got successful at 36. It's a 10-year period to become an overnight success. What I'm telling these young kids is you could start at 14 and get it at 24. And if you don't, you get it at 34. Like, that's okay mm-hmm. because you started early and, you, and your oxygen is absurdly long at 14 because you don't have to start paying bills probably until you're 22. And so it's just allowing yourself that time is, 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 is where you're going to be able to a higher chance of getting your dreams to make it happen. By the way, I love the analogy, but I couldn't let go of the first dollar. I guess that's the accountant in me. <laughs> I was motivated. And if I, well, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, you're yeah. probably also a really motivated guy as, as, as well. well. I mean, that dollar is a McDonald's well, Coke for yeah, me. Once you, get to, yeah. once you get to a certain age, time becomes even more valuable. Well, that's true. Yeah. That is true. I, I, I think you're there. I'm there. I'm there. You'd pay it. <laughs> so. Well, look, we, EJ, we very much appreciate uh, you visiting uh, uh, the, the Hickory, North Carolina area Absolutely. and, and uh, Western North Carolina. It's, but it's a pleasure having you here and having an opportunity to talk to, to college students, high school students, and, and joining us here on the Entrepreneur Exchange. Uh, it's, it's truly a pleasure. It's a, you're, you're a lot of fun. We, hope, yes, we'll, we, we look forward to bringing you back at some point. We need to bring you back, back yeah, definitely. definitely. I don't, you, know, I, you know, maybe when you're still in your 20s. You know, I, don't, I, right. I, we, we, I, was, hey. I was giving him some grief in that, you know, how long do you get to be a young entrepreneur? I think 28 still qualifies. but you know, I think at 30, it's, it's not even. You're not a, yeah, you're just, you're just not entrepreneur. Sounds pretty good to me. All right. <laughs> All right you know, and uh, so our, us ancient entrepreneurs, it's time for us to share our small business of the month. Do you, uh, EJ, you have anything you want to share with us? Um, I guess a small business of the month I, I, a small business out of Fort Worth where I live uh, they're called Wotes uh, it's a granola uh, company uh, he's a young guy out of, out of TCU Texas Christian University uh, he started this uh, soft granola company based off of having braces and crunchy granola breaking his braces cool um, he's doing really cool stuff um, his name is Justin Anderson Wotes.com and uh, they're pretty good they got different flavors but I just love his hustle his ability to market brand and run his own business out of his apartment um, doing what he's doing. How, how do you spell that? Wotes, W-O-A-T-S. 
W O A T S. And they're in, they're in like Targets and Walmarts that are in Texas. That's right. That's right. Uh, there, he so he's he's making some good moves. Well done. All right. Very good. Gary, what uh, what small business are you going to give a shout out to this year, this oh. month, this, <laughs> this year, this it's month? What day is it? Come on. Well, my small business of the month is a business that was started by one of our Skills USA champions, as well as one of your small business clients, Jeff. And I know you've spent a lot of time and energy helping this student. And the great news, she's become a success because of it. We've talked about this person before, but I thought we should highlight this student again because we're in the middle of the Skills USA season and our entrepreneurship teams are getting ready for the spring conference. Do you know who I'm talking about? I think I do. I'll give you a hint. It's Tammy Muller's Cosmetology Star student. So who is it? It uh, must be Portia Wimbush. There you go. All Good right. answer. And her salon business is called Get Porsched. Get Porsched. Get Porsched. Otherwise known as GPS, that specializes in hairstyling, such as hair extensions and hair color. And she's doing an outstanding job. And of course, we knew that she was always going to be successful. And I will put one last shameless plug for Skills USA. She finished second in the country in the national competition just a few years ago. No, that's and good. We we're very proud of her. All right. And, and she's located here in beautiful Hickory, yes, North Carolina? Right down the street from us. Okay. Thank you. I forgot to tell yeah, you. Yeah, she's so, local. Yeah, so if you, need, if you need a salon. I'm looking about hair to... extensions and hair color. Well. <laughs> All right. Man, I'm not sure that uh, this group is the right candidate for her. But <laughs> anyway. That may be we, true. We, that's, that's probably, why we, that's, it might be one that she says That's, that's why this is strictly else. an audio podcast. That's although true. Although EJ has been like taking some pictures and videos. So anyway. Uh, small business I'm gonna, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to is it's uh, a business called Biddy and Bo's Coffee Shop in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, it was started uh, by a mother, Amy Wright, who has two children with Down syndrome, and, and she was very dismayed to find that nearly 70% of adults that have intellectual and disability issues don't have jobs. So she started a coffee shop. Uh, in order to employ or provide a, a place for employment for people with those sort of disabilities. And today she employs 40 people at uh, her coffee shop, which allows them to earn a paycheck, gain a sense of pride, build relationships with the community. As I mentioned, they've got uh, Amy, Amy Wright as a person. She's got two, two kids, Biddy and Bo, who, who both have Down syndrome. And uh, in January 16, they opened their first coffee shop in Wilmington. Uh, 500-foot square place. Originally, the shop was run by 19 employees. Um, and uh, today, they've actually uh, expanded to a larger 5,000-square-foot space that serves as both a national headquarters and a coffee house. Uh, they've also been recognized on the Today Show, Rachel Ray, CNN, uh, Harry's Good Morning America, several other pu- publications. And now they've expanded to open up another location in Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, in 2017, uh, Amy Wright was named the 2017 CNN Hero of the Year for her efforts to advocate for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Uh, they've started a nonprofit organization called Able to Work USA, where you can donate to uh, the cause of helping folks uh, continue that sort of work. So if you get a chance, check them out at www.biddy, that's B-I-T-T-Y, and Bo's, B-A-U-S, coffee.com. It's a pretty cool story. Really cool story. So anyway. So anyway, check out those small businesses. Uh, we want to thank uh, EJ for joining us. EJ, if people want to follow you or find you, where should they be looking? 
I'm just my name on all social media. J C A R R I O N. Two R's, one N. Yeah. Okay. So, so EJ Carrion, you can you can follow him on Instagram, Twitter. I believe you got your own website that has a lot of information right. about your EJ company. EJKarrion.com. So right. so so you can you, you can so you can find out a lot about EJ there. So EJ, thank you so much for thank joining you. us and for being with us today. Uh, we want to thank the Mesh.tv for uh, for supporting us, and we encourage you to go check out other podcasts at the Mesh.tv. If you have an idea for the uh, Small Business of the Month, you can email us at eexchange at themesh.tv. And, Gary, what happens if we use someone's idea? We're going to give them a great gift pack of different things that come through our school. I know. We might have to get a, secure a few of EJ's books to, to awesome share as well. I still have a – I'm happy – I have one left with me. I'd be happy to leave that one here. All right. And I did have the – I still have the – the T-shirt the, the, with the shark on it. The CVCC shark, shark tank. Shark tank. I still have that. Well, well awesome. we hope you wear it on occasion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm <laughs> telling you. It's a, it's, it's a good shirt. So. Anyway. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening. We thank EJ for being us. Uh, check out TheMesh.TV, and we will look to talk to you again next month. Take care, everyone. Have a great month. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.